Talk of Chicago, 1690 WVON. Hercules, Hercules, Hercules. I'm so excited. Xavier Pope is on the line with this. As you know, uh, he is a sports legal analyst. He is the founder and host of the Suit Up podcast. He writes for Forbes.com and one of the brightest names in when it comes to commentary in sports. And again, that is Xavier Pope. Hi, Xavier. How you doing? Barry, how you doing? Listen, they picked you up a little. Your tweets up in the Huffington Post, didn't they? I didn't notice that. I I, I usually get a Google alert for my name. Yeah, you tweets and stuff. Did, yeah, I, I, I guess I missed this one. It's, yeah, it's been so yeah. much this week. I can't even remember which one it was, but um, it was a good one. And as a matter of fact, I didn't talk about it this week. I talked about it uh, last week. There is mm-hmm. so much to discuss. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to start off with, you know, uh, professional sports players mm-hmm. and their reaction to George Floyd. And this, uh, this, this people are really outraged yeah. in the sports world about the fact that Colin Kaepernick took a knee. His, uh, an executive, a former NFL executive, admitted that he absolutely lost his livelihood and his career to him being in social justice. They thought it was too radical, and uh, they didn't want to have anything to do with him. Then you have this, um, this, this, I'm not even calling him a human being, this trash that killed George Floyd. And he had a knee on his neck. And wasn't this exactly what Colin Kaepernick was trying to bring out? Listen, and Xavier, I have never seen this much support for an African-American for uh, uh, that was uh, involved in an untimely death by a police officer. This is global. I've never seen anything like it. and But I'm especially interested in what the sports world is saying about all of this. Yeah, Perry, it's a lot. Uh, on the backdrop of one of the biggest pandemic of our lifetime. Right. Uh, that has adversely impacted communities of black and brown people um, in our neighborhoods like the, the west side, like the southeast side of Chicago, where we saw just running rampant through places. Yep. Folks being inside for two months. Yep. And then have it turn into a culture war where once the information is found out that communities of color, of color are being adversely impacted then you have white conservative Americans with guns going to state capitals, mm-hmm. some in sending death threats to political officials, acts of domestic terrorism, treated ho hum basically by most of the media. They they literally closed the capital of Michigan. Yes, that's an act of war, my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yet the president encourages to liberate Virginia. And this is considered as freedom, patriotism, mm-hmm. as it were, Perry, mm-hmm. to march on guns and threaten officials. Mm-hmm. Then everyone's inside around the world. And Amy Cooper walks up to a black man, birding, 
after Ahmaud Arbery was killed by two white men, filmed by another white man. I know this was this like the perfect storm or what? It is. It, I'm, we're bringing the perfect storm home, Perry. Whew. Who felt they felt that they could just roam the streets, however they felt to kill any black person they found, and even. After seeing that this man did nothing wrong but go for a jog and check out construction sites with with what people do all the time when they're running, you're looking for something to do, you just you keep yep. your keep your mind focused and yep. you do. Yep. Don't um, forget about Bri- don't forget about Brianna Taylor. Well we're, we're, not, yeah, we're getting around bringing all <laughs> Brianna Taylor in her in her home. Right. Serving the people on the front lines of COVID, which not only invert adversely impacted communities of color, black people. Well, it also impacted black people because these were the people that were serving the white people that were in their house. Right. Driving them to where they need to drive, to go, where they need to go to, delivering them groceries, mm-hmm. patching up their wounds, EMT, taking them back and forth. This is the person responsible for saving lives, mm-hmm. and then she gets killed. Mm-hmm. A black woman. So it's not just black men. It's black women being killed. Oh, you did you see, see how they beat the hell out of those those two we're women? Not, we, we got we got we got to patch it together the right way, Perry. We got to walk this thing <laughs> down like all right, okay. Walk down, okay. So you have Amy Cooper. You know, there's no such thing as a perfect victim, but you know, everybody want to want to call out the backgrounds like Candace Owens with this ridiculous situation over here. I won't give her any air uh-huh. that needed to be. Want you know want to point out how terrible the child or man is that deserved to be killed by police as, as that has anything to do with the direct consequences of the specific actions being taken to kill them. Mm-hmm. Um, a man's birding, a member of the Autobahn Society, uh-huh. who's just Negro you could find from Harvard. <laughs> and she did what and exposed really to the world uh, why people like to claim that they don't see color or right. they don't see privilege. Right. Right. Or they claim there is no privilege. But really, we learned that it was like Fight Club, the Edward Norton movie. White people were part of Fight Club. You don't mention, you don't mention Fight Club. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't mention white privilege because if we mention white privilege, like the book White Fragility says, then now white people are forced to do something about their privilege because they know that they're participating in it. And so the world sees this her weaponizing her whiteness against mm-hmm. a black man. And then right after that, we see how the impact of weaponization of whiteness and white privilege against anti-blackness with a knee on the throat. Man calls out for his mother that is dead. She, re- she reached from the other side and said, come on, baby, come on home. Yeah. Is that something? Ooh. And so, and, at, and we as African-Americans see this, because we're now seeing two acts connected to one. And that's how the world saw it. It's like weaponized, privileged, white supremacy is a real and alive in our world, and you can no longer deny it. Because mm-hmm. you're playing a part of that, and now you have to do something about it. And the world sees this. So it's not about George Floyd only. It's about every single African in the bodies around the world that have been dispersed and displaced by institutionalized servitude and less than personhood of black people and continuing to tell the world that you keep treating us like crap and you keep putting your knee in our neck 
That's why Colin Kaepernick dropped to a knee four years ago right. and tried to tell the world that no longer will I stand for this. And because it was inconvenient for white people, because those were the primary customers that were complaining about it to the NFL, and said, we're going to take your money away. We're not going to watch games. But we also have our avatar for racism. The president of the United States, Donald Trump, was calling for protesters. The same people who would go out in the streets. And now, guess what? The complexion looks different. The cause is different. Guess what? They're, not long, they're no longer patriots. The frame is being looted, stealing. Another stereotype of black people stealing things. And now you seeking your freedom, you, now you don't want to die too, right? Because the people that were, you know, they wanted their freedom, but it was over a sandwich or uh, to get a haircut. Oh, did we lose Xavier? That's their patriotism. Okay. But, but, but their death, the threat of death is what people are protesting. And now the whole world is more afraid of black people than a deadly virus. Mm. And now no one can no longer deny it because it's keeping people in their houses. It's the people that were in their houses, guess what? That's impacting celebrities, that's sports people. So now they have nothing to do but say something about this, mm. which leads us to the sports world and how it's impacting people because now celebrities have an impact. We saw with Kiki Palmer leading to a soldier to take a knee. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Remember this was against the military? Yeah. Okay, so now we're seeing soldiers take a knee. Right. Because that's what happens in, in, in authoritarian regimes, right? Is because when 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 people are rights are squeezed in such a way that the military says, you know, no longer will we serve you. Mm-hmm. Now we know that there's a different thing going on right now. So I, find LeBron, the, I find it I- ironic that you have members of law enforcement that are taking knees, hugging people. Um, taking photos with them, all of this. I just see the irony because many of these members of the Brotherhood and the Fraternal Order of Police are right there with Donald Trump and want to see, like like the uh, FOP president here, wanted to see the military come in early, bash some heads, kill some people, and make us more angry. We're talking to Xavier Pope. Uh, he is our sports legal analyst. He is so good. And um, I want to get to your calls. And when we come back, I want to find out what do you think? What made Drew Brees say what he said at these times? Is he stupid? Well, they say he apologized. But no, not accepting it. That's who you are. Show When they people show you who they are, believe them. Xavier Pope took us to where we can say we're at a perfect storm. It was a series of events that happened that brought people to the streets and start having some very uncomfortable conversations. And an awakening among some people. You know, out there in Naperville, Black Lives Matter were putting these hearts on, these paper hearts, on boarded up. You know, on boarded up uh, uh, stores, okay? And they were just, you know, having messages of love and this sort of thing. So this older white man was screaming and hollering. He was saying, oh, we don't have any racism in Naperville lies. And we don't need this. The people of Naperville are good people. And 
then the two Karens came, Xavier, and started ripping off their 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 hearts uh, off the, the off the board ups, and the girls were so visibly upset. I mean, they were crying. It went um, viral. Next thing you know, it there are more hearts on there that you can ever imagine because after the Karens started ripping them up. Um, and went viral, people just came to that site and did the opposite. So, you know, you're always going to have your Trump pansies out there and your pro-kill any black person. But this is like our guest said, this is global. Because it's not just happening here. It's happening anywhere in the world where you have whites as a minority and blacks are trying to survive. Let's get to our telephone calls. And I'm sorry, can we just make your comments as brief as possible because we don't have a lot of time. Carol, go right ahead. Thanks for taking my call. I just want to say that I think the owners, the billionaire owners of the football teams, uh, called uh, Drew Brees because he's not that smart. And they told him, you better apologize. I think they told him, you are unnecessarily opening up a can of worms with your comments. And I, lastly, I think they told him, if you don't apologize, you better apologize. And if you say one more word, we will give Colin Kaepernick your job. <laughs> <laughs> we have your, no intention. Uh, Carol, that Colin was brilliant. That, what, that, that, that was excellent. Yeah, what do well, you think, Xavier, what Carol said? I loved it. Well, it's great. I think, well, the thing is the NFL players have a contract with the National Football League, uh, the CBA, and there was an anthem policy that was adopted by league owners that is that was stayed and not enforceable. But it's never been actually officially withdrawn. Um, so you have that going on. Um, you also have the situation where the NFL players have now basically said the same thing that Colin Kaepernick said four years ago, that he has to take them to um, – and now have a settlement. So the NFL and his 32-member teams owe a signed letter of apology to Colin Kaepernick. They owe him a partnership with his organization, Know Your Rights, pour into that because that's what he was attempted to do. Um, and in addition to that, they need to be able to offer him a job. Okay, so, so wait a minute. So th- this is the other thing. So like I said, an NFL, former NFL exec, said, yes, this is exactly why Colin Ka- Kaepernick um, lost his job. So you have that on record. And as a sports legal analyst, how would, the, as a, and, and an attorney in sports, how would, how would you go about getting these things for Colin? What has to happen? Well, I, I think, well, it just has to be enough public pressure. In terms of getting a formal apology from the NFL players, I think that that's something that the NFL Players Union, and mm-hmm. I think that active players, including white players leading like Carson Wentz, like he made a statement. Uh, you, guys like J.J. White, guys like Aaron Rodgers, guys like Tom, Tom Brady need to speak up and say, you need to owe, you owe him an apology. There needs to be some sort of consequences for the National Football League. They can't come out with blank statements. that Washington Redskins, of all teams, put some bl- a blanket statement, a, a blackout of their social media for black people. When they have an offensive name for Native Americans as a name of their team. Right. And so – that has to happen. Uh, then another thing in terms of any job he would be offered, that's something also NFL players need to be able to squeeze the NFL owners about. Okay. Well, uh, I, I, there's well. a couple other things. I, I could have talked to you for an hour today because there's Basically, so much. It's a lot. It's a lot. Let's go to Joe Brown. 
Joseph? How are you all this morning? We're good. Go right ahead. Yeah. Uh, I want to know, I wonder if do, do the, the corporations of, um, in America get the message yet that what they're going to have to do. I wonder do they get that message. And and uh, and I like to know exactly what Drew Brees said and done. I did, didn't get that. All right. But I like to know okay. did, did, uh, will okay. the white corporation get the message now? Uh, is they so <laughs> Okay, uh, so yeah, exactly. I, I, I hear him. What what exactly did he say? Real quick. Drew Drew Brees said in the video uh, with Yahoo Finance that um, that he would not ever condone ever kneeling. He didn't would not ever disrespect the military like that. Um, even after all this that is that's happened, he seems unmoved by black pain. Right, right. That's the bottom line. Real quick, let me get uh, Jerry's uh, comment in. Real quick, Jerry. All right. Well, quickly. Thank you for your excellent guest. Quickly. Uh, sir, you could you familiar with the Supreme Court case Walker v. City of Birmingham? And if not quickly, it's the one where uh, developed the um, letter from the Birmingham jail. They was about a bunch of Negro ministers who sought to uh, express discrimination in Birmingham by marching on Easter Sunday in 1963. And mm-hmm. that, and that we, we got the letter of Birmingham jail. Somebody needs to talk to Breeze. Because I think he's truly ignorant okay. and doesn't understand. No, no, he he understands. He showed he you understands. who he was. He they he he's showing right, Xavier. They're showing yeah. you who who they are. Yeah, exactly. They they they're equating protesting violence. Yeah. With State violence, but and, but people can go what? to the to the state governments to the capitals with AR-15s, and that's okay. I, I, that's okay. All right. Well, okay, listen. So freedom, freedom. Okay, Xavier, I want to talk to you again. We'll get ready for all. That's the fight we're in. All right. So um, maybe Monday, because I know a lot's going to be going on. Maybe Monday we can do this again. And uh, tell people how they can find you real quick. At Xavier Pope, E-X-A-V-I-R-P-O-P-E on Twitter. Holla. 